Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Reverend. How are you today? I am blessed. Blessed. Nice. <laughs> I am blessed. Nice. Yeah. No, actually, I'm not blessed. I'm pissed off. <laughs> Wait, why are you pissed off? Like, I'm pissed off of a variety of reasons right now. You don't seem pissed off. You no, seem I, actually you know very happy. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. I'm in, here's the thing. I'm in a I good mood. I think you're happy that you're pissed off, which makes for good radio. Okay. There's a little bit to that, though. Right. Because, you know, during the, you know, when I'm depressed, I would get sad instead of mad. Right. Now, I feel like I'm getting mad and not sad. Right. Which is a much better feeling. Hmm. I, I, I can understand that. You know, so it's kind of like it feels a little bit more natural to cure your depression. You needed reverse anger management. You needed learn to learn how to get mad again. <laughs> Maybe some people <laughs> need to learn how to love again. <laughs> I you think need, I might. You need to learn how to rage again. People need to. Yes, <laughs> I, there's some definitely some. Ra- there's some raging that I will definitely do today. There's some other raging that I will not do today due right. to um, I don't know what they would call it. Um, uh, uh, what's the word for it? Like uh, employee issues. That I would, that I would oh, rage yeah. on publicly. A- HR would frown upon that. Yes, 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 would be frowned upon by HR. So I won't, I won't go down that road. I, I certainly understand that. Yes. However, there are some definitely some things that to to discuss. And if we wanted to get right into the first thing, so the reason we had to do the show today instead of doing it yesterday. Today is Sunday, by the way, because you have no idea you're listening at it at your convenience. But normally we do the shows on Saturdays. Today we're doing it on Sunday. That's true. Okay. Because I had to attend a wedding. And well, 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 not just attend a wedding, a little bit more than that. Well, I, I didn't, I, I didn't have to officiate the wedding, right? But I did have to sign the paperwork. You for had the to wedding. make it legal. I had to make it legal. You had to be the man. I had to be the man. You was the government rep, <laughs> basically. You was repping the government. You repping it. Yep. Yeah, I got you repping government right here. <laughs> right. So I had to go to this wedding. Now, when I, here's the thing. Look, I used to do events, and I guess that's known that I used to do events, but I wasn't told personally that my services in that area were going to be needed that day. And what I mean by that is, is that when you are doing a wedding, you need to have somebody there that is the conductor. Let's just use the word conductor. Probably maybe not, not the right word for it, but you need somebody there that's going to wedding planner, a wedding planner. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And if you are, I've seen rom-coms, I know what, what that function is. Okay. Yeah. So, and if you, if you don't have this person, they usually fall in, lo- for, in love with one of the wedding party. Well, I mean, I am in love with one of the wedding party. So nice. get, Kelly, nice. Kelly was there. She was part of the wedding party. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So when I get there and I asked beforehand, Hey, what time do you want me there? You know, thinking, you know, cause I had to run a U-Haul form. Well, hang on a second. What, what was your impression of your job responsibility for this wedding? N- none. Sign the paperwork. Oh, so you thought you were there in your capacity as a reverend just to be the notary, essentially, to yeah, sign yeah. the marriage and I, license. And I wasn't going to have to do anything else. Like okay. I, did, I, didn't, I wasn't told I was going to have to do anything else. Right, okay. 
Now, I didn't ask any questions either at this point either. Right. Now, things started getting added to me. Like one was like, I need you to rent a new, I need you to rent a U-Haul to bring chairs over there. Okay. I'm like, I can do that. Okay. I can do that. Right. And I should have known at that point that there was going to be much more involved in my <laughs> yeah. participation than this. Hey, I need you to help me move. It'll only take 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, it, this was like a move. Right. So I'm like, all right. So, and I'm like, what time do you want me to show up? The thing starts at two. She's like, well, like one thirty. you don't got to show up before one thirty. And I'm like, I would think, you know, yeah, you I'm need like, to okay. You but might want to be there say a little. That, but when you say that, I know that that's not true. That's not right. Yeah. Like you don't want me to show up at one thirty. No. So I it would probably go there. sideways if you showed up. At I showed up at like twelve with the chairs. Yeah. Here's the thing: I showed up at twelve thirty. Now the wedding, makes more the sense. girls in the wedding party and stuff like that, they're the ones that set all the chairs up. Okay. So like I drove it out there and I did that, and I had to be at the office in the morning. I had actually had to work in the morning, right? Because I had to open up the office for the two crews we had going out, even okay. though most of the crews were actually at the wedding. <laughs> right. So like we were really kind of dealing with people that no, don't normally work on Saturdays, working on Saturdays. Right. But at any rate. I get there at about 1.30, and I quickly come to realize that there is no conductor. There's no wedding planner, There's essentially. no Nobody's running planner. the show. Because I keep asking, hey, who's dealing with this? Was, who's dealing second. with this? Danielle wasn't there? No. No, uh, Danielle wasn't there. Okay, well, that's why. <laughs> so I'm looking around. <laughs> if she was there, it would have been handled. Now, Caden was there. Oh, okay. So I'm looking around. And I kept asking questions like, well, who's dealing with this and who's dealing with this and who's dealing with this? Because it just doesn't seem like anybody's really in charge of anything. Right. So I looked over at Caden. Caden looked over at me. And I'm like, you know, we got to take over this thing over, right? And Caden's like, yep. Because Caden saw the same thing that I saw. Right. So at that point, we had to just take everything over, which we did. Okay. And. Well, hang on. I I do want to make a point. So you actually volunteered to do that. You could have just said back and say, hey, I did what I was asked to do. But you volunteered, uh, basically through your own Messiah complex, uh, to come in and, and save everyone. Essentially, is, is what you did. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> really the way that you can look at it. I yeah. guess that is an accurate view. However, of it. however, I'm not saying that it was necessarily unnecessary to do so, but it's just what happens. And it, <laughs> and not to throw you under the bus because if I was in the same situation and I actually cared about the outcome. I would do the exact same thing. I just, it's natural instinct. You take over and take charge. Say, hey, what are you doing? Come here. Can you do this over here? And you can, you know, help me out over here. And yeah. 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 Right. You it's, just, you just do that. Well, because if you see like it, someone it's, has to do it. Yeah. If, 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 if it's everything snafu, somebody's got to, you know, step up and make it not snafu. Yeah, you know why? You know? I tell you why. I think, the, I think here's the underlying reason as to why. It's almost like. I can't, I can't, I hate to use a Marvel reference here, but like if the bad thing happens and you can stop the bad thing from happening, right. <laughs> you yes. don't want to be blamed for it later on. Exactly. Exactly. Like, so, and that's the way I feel. I'm I, like, I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, this is going to go fucking south. It's going to go fucking south. Real Shitty fucking weddings quick. happen when good men do nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so we ended up, you know, ended up doing it, ended up basically taking the whole thing over. And the whole time I was thinking, I'm like, I used to charge thousands of dollars for this service. I'm doing it for free today. Well, let me. Like add- I used to charge money to make sure that these things went the way that they did, and now I'm doing it for nothing. Were these people that you really like cared that they had a good wedding? And yeah. Came- okay. Yeah. So you did it because you know you wanted these people to have a good wedding. Yeah, I didn't want them to have a bad. Now here's okay. the thing: they had a good wedding, and I think they would have had a good wedding whether I got involved or not. I'm sure they would have. But I was looking at it like. Uh, 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 what are you doing? Like, here's the thing. I th- <laughs> okay. And it, 
part of the, look there here's the thing i'm going to break this down for you what you're saying right now is about 50 percent truth okay that it, it totally needed to be done and about 50 percent ocd and ego yes <laughs> so. i'm going to go 60 40 and okay. the 60 towards the ego side. Okay. All right. Okay, good. Well, I did, you know, at least you know yourself. Because <laughs> uh, here's the thing. When I looked around, the first thing I thought was, well, I'm, I'm going to have to take over. Yeah, of course. Like, I looked around, and, and and I was sad. I'm like, oh, Danielle's not here. Fuck. Right. I got to do this without her, huh? Okay. Ugh, okay. I can get this done. I, I can do this. I can do this. I, I can relate. And again, not, not to toot our own horns, but I think that you and I just have a tendency to take take over a situation when it needs to be taken over. Yeah. And do it fairly effectively. Yeah. Like uh, when we were doing this. Actually, one of the reasons we're hated. Well, you, you got more on the story or? No, no, no. We, okay. No, you go down another road. Because like uh, not too long ago, I, I was telling you about that zoning thing that's going on over here where they're trying to build these like three-story apartment buildings on this little sliver of land in the middle of our residential neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I went to the one uh, you know preliminary meeting and I got there, and of course, and I saw it was disorganized. There was a bunch of people there that wanted something to happen, but no one was really taking control of the situation. So I stepped, of course, stepped up, spoke for the group to control the situation and everything, started negotiating with the attorneys and all that. <clears throat> and I, you know, I thought, okay, well, good. That's taken care of. They could take the ball and roll with it now. I'm in the grocery store last week, and a woman comes up to me at the deli counter and says, you were the one at the meeting. We need you to come back, please. We need you. Come, come back. So, <laughs> So now I'm on the, just when I get out, they suck me back in. <laughs> and I, this woman, hang on a second. I'm wearing a mask and a baseball cap in a grocery store. Cause you know, you got to yeah, wear a mask. You're about as incognito as you can be. Right. And she comes and picks me out of the goddamn deli counter and says, we need you to come back. Here's the date of the meeting. I'll, I'll text you. I'll email you the situation. You know, and just, are you going to go? Yeah. <laughs> of course you're going to go. Well, I, I'm in such a quandary here because I'm literally fighting a property owner over what he can build on his own property because I don't want it in my fucking backyard. So I'm using the force of government to try to stop them from doing it. You know, it's, I it's just, yeah, I it's don't. It's so fucking, I, I, I you know. It, you know what? Your, your overriding principle yeah. is that he can do what he wants with his property. But it's going to fuck up my property. I'm gonna but have, it's not really going to fuck up your Well, it is. Yet. I'm going to have a three-story building looking in my backyard, which I bought this, and I thought, well, there's no way there's ever going to be a three-story building back there looking in my backyard. Hold on. How is it going to be looking in your backyard? It's literally the next street over. It's the next street that way behind my back fence. Hold on. Isn't the next street? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Okay, because it's that way. Okay. Yeah, there's a little strip of land. And when I say little strip of land, it's only like 70 feet wide, but it's like 1,000 feet long. It was like originally an easement. Well, how did, did, why don't you guys just get together and buy it? Wait, that's what I offered. That's what I, I told the attorney. But they're still pushing through because, look, the, 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 the value of the property is worth a oh, lot yeah. more. Oh, yeah. They can make a shitload more than we can afford to pay them, you know. Uh, yeah, that's the problem, you know. Well, so, what you have to do is you have to make the situation so untenable that it makes them have to sell Well, that's what you. we're trying to do is you, we're, we're trying to put so much pressure on them that they just don't want to bother with it. Well, they're but, putting that stuff up everywhere, though. I know. I know. And you see Sneaking people fighting it, it everywhere. You see people fighting this stuff well, all over the place. Here's the thing. This would be the only, pe only parcel of land uh, within like two mile radius that's zoned for high density residential, like urban density residential. Yeah. Well, Everything else is single family the, residential. Where's the, hold on, is this a city council thing or a county commission county, thing? It's, yeah, this is unincorporated county. All right, so what's the, so county's, you know, what's the county's deal on it? Whoever's paying them. So they, they grease the right wheels on this oh, one. Oh yeah, they've already greased the right wheels. 
It's going to go through. Oh, it is going to go through. Oh, oh you, you've lost. I, I'm sure of it. Well, you know Pinellas County. You know. Well, I mean, it's one of the, you, isn't hey, it the most you dense counts. Isn't it the most densely You cut populated? a check to Janet Long and her buddies, you get whatever you want. That's true. You know. So that's, but that's at the end of the, the day, though, at the end of the day, you're still kind of like, well, they're allowed to do this with their own property. I, I am, but I don't want them to because it's fucking up my property. It's Nim. That's the one thing where, you know, Nim. And that's why I wish there was anarchy. You know, that's why I wish we didn't have government at all. Because I, as soon as I started building, I'd just go set fire to the place. <laughs> you know, and that's the way it should be. <laughs> you, know? you know, I am so glad on the front of the coin we actually put a Molotov cocktail. I'd like, it's up, so telling. Sit up on my roof with a sniper rifle. It is just, you know, so just telling. shoot at their feet. Just Every so time telling. the workers showed up, I'd shoot at their feet. It is just so fucking telling. It really is at the end of the day. It really is. You know, what's funny is they tried to do this in Hernando <clears throat> County in this 450 acres. And I actually, like all those people came to the meeting. Right. To all, one of my meetings. What do you mean? The, the people there. One of the people that was involved in the group actually was trying to bring all these people together and brought them all together to my meeting, thinking that which I, meeting uh, the RLC. Okay, in her thinking name that you were going to be on their side. Yes. Okay, and I wasn't. Yeah, and I didn't. And I and here's the thing, and I didn't care to fake it. Right. So I was basically, you know, well, they're their property. To do they their can property. do what they want. What do you guys want? To, what, what, you know, I, I, I that group ended up being disbanded because of that. I am so conflicted on that because I also appreciate it when, and again, I'm, I'm, these are my terrible anarchy areas because these are the areas where, you know, um, I like it when governments make parks, you know, wow. I like it when governments, you know, buy land to have that can't be developed. Wow. Yeah. I, I know. I know. I like it when people buy that stuff and do that. Yeah, but that almost like never happens. That happens all the time with like rotaries and stuff like that. No, it doesn't. You you go you go and look at any large track of land. No, there's no there's no Rotary Club or Sierra Club that owns you know a thousand acres. No, no, not not big ones like yeah. that. No, they own like little dog parks and shit. For example, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yesterday I was on a multi, uh, probably uh, probably a couple thousand acre um, state park, actually preserve. You know, down, uh, it's just south of the Skyway, uh, and it's called uh, Terra Sia. Terra Sia. I've never been there. Brand new. Well, they just bought the land, and really, it's only a couple of, you know, they just kind of drove a bulldozer and threw, made a couple trails, and that was it. It's There's no amenities or anything like that. It's just a chunk nice. of land with a few trails. Very wild. So, uh, Dawn and I were hiking the trails yesterday, and uh, I come across in the middle of the trail what I initially thought was, you know, scat pile of animal dung you know oh okay um but you know I, I take a closer look at it and uh you know it didn't it didn't look right initially uh, a lot of hair in it and it, it didn't have the same texture or consistency or, or flavor of dung um you know did so, you just say flavor yeah well you got to taste it to know what oh, type of animal it is ah, I'm, yeah i'm fucking with you dude. Oh, okay thank you <laughs> but i'm, I'm so happy that you were thinking of me. like i know you're getting fat and stuff man but like when you resort to eating animal dung like we really need have to, you tried it we need to consult have you tried it? greg no i haven't then don't knock it uh, <laughs> but so anyway i'm examining this thing and i realize that it's it's not dung it's all hair 100% hair. 
and it's like a, a significant size pile, but it's it's like chained, like a a, a link of sausages, you know, the old style sausages where they twisted yeah, them up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, it was a hairball from a cougar, specifically a Florida panther. Oh gosh! So there are Florida panther, and that is on it, it's it's um, Manatee County. Right just at the foot of the Skyway, on the manatee side of the Skyway. So the Panthers have made it up that far. And it was clearly a Panther. The size of it, it, it couldn't have been a bobcat. Yeah. Because both will, you know, hack up hairballs. But this was a Florida Panther. So we got cougars up as far as Manatee County. And I have a hunch that they're probably going to work their way up uh, through Hillsboro as well. So probably only a few years before you see them up in Pasco. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, make it up to the Starkey um, preserve i mean if i see him i'm just gonna shoot him yeah so why because eh, you don't just shoot them if you see them i mean if they're you know gonna attack you 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 can shoot in self-defense but why would you shoot a panther out of the blue why do we go to a rock why do we go to a rock well (laughs) touche but (laughs) you also go to jail for that you can't do that if i get caught ah good point yeah well just uh i'll skin it and then wear it (laughs) <laughs> I think someone might notice that. <laughs> no. Oh, what's that made of? Oh, Florida Panther skin. <laughs> it's a good yeah, time. That's common. <laughs> you get it all the time. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, hiking in my uh, government uh, uh, slated uh, wilderness preserve there. Yeah, it's it's so funny. I, I That's where I do have a disconnect is because I realized that if nobody steps up to do that, oh, God, I sound like a fucking statist. You do. I know. You do. You sound really, really bad. There are certain things that capitalism can't solve. And, and you know. That's not true, though. Conservation of land. No, it can't. It totally can solve conservation of land. I, it hasn't historically. Yeah, it has. Name it. Okay. The 450 acres that's in the middle of Spring Hill was owned by one person. And that right. person. And now it's, it's still pristine like it's always been. Right. There are parks all over the place that are private parks. That somebody buys. Uh, they're usually there's stuff that's been donated by people. About it, a lot of stuff the government owns now is actually donated by a person in order for the government to protect it moving forward. Right, right. But that's what they had to do. Yeah, but somebody I made guess a choice. I guess they could have put it into a trust. Someone made a choice to give it to the government first. But the government didn't make the decision. That is a fair point. So if there was no government, I guess you could you know put it into some type of land trust with the you know the. The requirement that it never be sold, it always be public property, yeah, you know, but, that sort of thing. And there's so much wild, there's so much wild, here's the thing. There's not as I much know, as you think, man. Oh, come on. It's Are you go- out of your mind? Okay, look, no, if hang you're on looking a at Pinellas County, I totally will agree no, 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 no. Yesterday, I drove, uh, you know, I, I went down to Pinellas County. Yeah, Pinellas County is one giant parking lot. But I drove down through Manatee County and then up through Hillsborough County. Like, I took 301 back through yeah. Hillsborough County. It's all developed. And it's all, you know, just, it's all being torn down out there. Yeah, and go yeah. five miles away from that and it's empty. Well, yeah, but, you know, it, it, 30 years ago, the the preceding 50 miles was completely nothing. Well, yeah, but still, though, that still leaves a ton of open area. If you tr- drive a, around this well, state, no, 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 you'll it, see it, it everywhere. Leaves, it leaves about three generations before the entire state's a parking lot. No way. Oh, yeah, no. No way. No, I'm You're out of you, your man. mind. You are out of your mind. I'm not. You haven't driven enough lately. I have driven enough. Shit. I haven't driven enough lately. What, you've been driving? Out of your fucking you've mind. Been, come on, you've been driving Uber Eats, which means you're not driving. Your, I drive all over the place, though. Yeah. I drive all over the place. Don't get me wrong. Are they building things up all over the place? Yeah, they are. They right. sure enough are. I'm yeah. not going to lie and say that they're not. However, it, you got to take it in scale. Like as soon as you get out of Hernando County and go north from there, 
That's small little towns that aren't they aren't bolt blowing those places up. Those towns are small as shit and have been the same way for fucking a long time, and nobody's gotten there yet. They're not, not going to get there in yet three generations. Is a key word. Yeah, oh, they absolutely will. They're not going to get there they in three generations. They absolutely will. The amount of new construction that I saw uh, going through, you know, uh, eastern Hillsborough County yesterday and eastern Manatee County yesterday, or central Manatee County, really, um, was just staggering. Absolutely staggering. Come on. No, it was. I mean, I'm not going to say that they're not because they this are. Is, this is land that has been wide open. I mean, just wide open for as, as long as I can remember. And now there's no large tracts of land uh, still, you know, undeveloped. There's still large tracts of land that there's are undeveloped. There's not many. There's just ones not near a road. Well, no. I, I mean, that's the thing. You, you go take 401 the, or, or 41, you know, same thing. So, 41's dead in most places. No, no. It's, as soon it, as you get in Pasco, it is. Well, yeah, it, but you know, but don't get wrong. That, that place is building up too. That's the next stretch that's building up too. Yeah, everything that the Starkeys owned is uh, pretty soon going to be developed. You know, there's a lot of stuff that they own that's going to be developed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, well, so you're at least halfway agreeing with my point. You just don't agree with the time frame. I say three generations, and there's the only open tracts of land are ones that are not privately owned. Mm. See, because and possibly owned by by nonprofit groups. But again, see, that's what I'm saying. You can't have a profit motive for that sort of thing. It's not necessarily that you need government. It's that capitalism doesn't necessarily solve that problem. Because if, if it's a profit motive, the highest and best use of the land is to develop it. But sometimes that's not the right use of the land. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. So it doesn't necessarily need to be government, but it needs to be something other than a corporation acting with an, or an individual acting with a profit motive. Okay, here's the thing. I totally understand what you're saying. Right. However, individuals would not be able to acquire the wealth that they would be able to work, acquire in order to be philanthropic like they would be in order to buy land without capitalism. Well, duh. I'm not making... Look, I'm not arguing for socialism here. I'm just saying there are a few. Capitalism solves 99% of the problems in the world. It just doesn't solve 100. And the other thing we talked about not too long ago was news. Because when you're profit driven to produce news, you're inherently going to take it the direction of the buy uh, the d direction of the bias that whoever is is providing the profit wants. Yeah, I mean, I guess I okay, I guess in some ways that some ways I kind of understand the point that you're making. However, I just think that you, it's not against capitalism. It, 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 capitalism is required in order to make that a reality. No, not necessarily. Let's take an example. And this is actually a good segue because we're, we're using this argument because I've argued it in, in two areas where capitalism doesn't necessarily solve the problem. And that is preservation of, of habitats, you know, land, mm -hmm. conservation, that sort of thing. And news media, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's take it into news media because I kind of wanted to do this. And we've had an opportunity here to see two very similar scenarios be reported on by virtually every media organization two very different ways. And those are the two recent mass shootings that we've had. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we had two weeks ago, we had a mass shooting in Atlanta where a white male um, shot and killed eight Asian females who worked at massage parlors of, you know, dubious uh, uh, reputation, you know. Basically, happy ending massage parlors. Yeah. Okay. Um, so a little prostitution going on there. So essentially... Uh, <laughs> a little prostitution. <laughs> primarily prostitution going on there. Uh, so, uh, which, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, it should be legal. <laughs> and anyway. in world, yeah, in our world, that should be fine. That is something that profit uh, motives can solve. Capitalism can solve sex. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, 
Um, so that was reported, right? What was it? Asian hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is, which is not what it was. Well, no, it, it, it wasn't. But the thing is, is I actually did two separate searches. And the search keys were, um, oh, that's not it. Where did I put it? Here it was. Okay, so I searched for Atlanta spa shooting racially. Okay. All right. That was my search phrase in Google. Now, I did this in a fresh browser. And uh, one that didn't have any. Yeah, no, no, no cookies, no nothing. It's completely fresh. It resets completely every time. It's like it was just installed. Um, Most of my browsers do that. Um, So the the top headlines were uh, eight dead in Atlanta spa shootings with fears of anti-Asian dot dot dot. Most of these are truncated. So I'm just reading what it shows in the search results. Atlanta shooting live updates. Suspect had visited. Uh, Atlanta spa shooting shows why media should be. Oh, that's an int- interesting one. I want to come back to that one. Um, uh, Atlanta shooting of Asian women was racially motivated. U.S. Uh, race and gender played an undeniable role in Atlanta spa shooting. Um, hold on, hold on. Who wrote that one? Uh, that was from what uh, website at least? Fortune.com. What a bunch of dicks! Right. Uh, Atlanta spa shootings. How we talk about violence. Uh, we all know hate when we see it. Well. Warnock reflects FBI chiefs. So basically, of those, we got, when I searched Atlanta spa shooting racially, I got a bunch of articles that in very, either in the headline or the first paragraph, talked about the racial component of it. Oh, yeah. Now, last week, we had an Asian man shoot 10 white people in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Okay. 100% of the victims were white. The shooter was Asian. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I I searched Colorado grocery shooting racially. Here's the response I got. Colorado grocery store shooting leaves 10 dead. Suspect charged with 10 counts of murder in Boulder, Colorado. Motive still unclear in Colorado mass shooting as suspect. Uh, Colorado mass shooting news. Uh, Sad day for Boulder. uh, Gunman kills 10 at Colorado. 10 people dead, including police officer after shooting at Boulder, Colorado. ID'd uh, as Ahmad Al-Aliwi. Alisa, Alisa, um, 21. Uh, so basically, all the searches on the top page, even when you search the word racially, none of them had the word racially in it. In fact, the word racially did not appear in any of the text of any of those stories. How do you okay. know the guy was Chinese? Did you say Chinese? No, I said Asian. Asian. Born in Syria. He's from Syria. Hold on. If you're born in Syria, that doesn't really make you Asian. Where is Syria located? In the Middle East. Where is the Middle East? What continent? (laughs) Oh, God, I didn't know we were going to have to. Okay, I'll answer the question for you. The Middle East is in Asia. Without question. Hold on. You You don't say Iraqis are Asian. You don't say Iranians are Asian. Okay. You don't say. You don't say Russians are Asian. Okay. They are. Not really, though. Okay. Like, so, oh, wait a second. Well, that right there, if that's the case, if that's the case, the term Asian itself is racist. Yeah. You know, because you're just talking about people who, who have slanty eyes then. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not saying you. I'm saying everyone. But, no, but, I'm, I'm included with so that. So the gunman though. was Syrian. All right. Okay. The victims were white. Okay. Not one. And again, when the, the, the shooter was white and the victims were Asian, Everyone, you had senators coming out of the woodwork to say, you know, the FBI was saying, well, no, we don't think this was racially motivated. And that's a story I wanted to go back to. 
So the FBI is saying, no, we think this was a sexual thing. The guy was sexually frustrated. He was, this was, he was a sexual, you know, had yeah. psychological issues that were, had nothing to do with race, had to do with gender and, and sexuality and that yeah. sort of thing. So, but, you know. But hold on, before you go any further, he had psychological issues. Right. What goes on after that is only explaining the core thing, right. which is the psychological issues. Exactly. Exactly. These are all crazy evil people. Yeah. You know, but when the victims are white, none of that matters. And especially if the, the shooter is an ethnic minority. Oh yeah. Okay. No, they want to keep that shit quiet. Oh yeah. It's like, you couldn't even find out that this guy, a lot of the stories buried the, the guy's name. Oh yeah. Because oh, it was, they were going to look at it as terrorism. It was, it was clearly a, a Muslim type name or yeah. a middle Eastern type mm -hmm. name. Um, you know, but here's one I want to go into, and this is from the Washington post. Oh, okay. God. And so the headline here is in quotes, not racially, racially motivated question mark. Atlanta spa shootings show why the media should be wary of initial police statements. Oh my God. It's hang on. Um, so what they're actually saying is, um, while hedging a bit, Baker, who is uh, the uh, uh, Cherokee County Sheriff's Office uh, in Georgia, uh, is the sheriff there. Uh, Baker told reporters that there was no immediate reason to think that the white shooter had a racial motivation. Now, the reporter is asking, why not? Well, because that's what the white suspect told police, Baker said at a news conference Wednesday. So... It's like the guy is saying, I shot the women because I'm sexually frustrated. Yeah. You know, so the, the media, the Washington Post here is saying that we shouldn't believe that, you know, yet the Muslim guy or presumably Muslim, definitely Asian, definitely Syrian. Yeah. Okay. The Syrian guy uh, shoots a bunch of white people and uh, we have no clue what the motive is. You know, and the fair part is, is the police in both cases initially were saying, we don't know what the motive is. Then later came out and said, we, we think, you know, this was sexually motivated where they haven't said a motive at all in the uh, grocery store shooting in Colorado. But that's my point is that, you know, the, the just, they're so, the narrative is, and potentially for a profit motive, okay, or potentially because that's what everyone wants to hear. They're selling the story this way, and they're I mean, or all they're forwarding an agenda. Yeah, I don't even know that the agenda could very well be profit-driven, though. Mm, I you don't know? think it is. I, I actually don't think. I think it's power-driven. Eh, maybe. Who knows? Because well, here's the thing: if in the first shooting they're going to blame white supremacy, right? In the second shooting they're going to blame guns. Yes. Well, I think in both shootings they're going to blame guns. Eh, yeah, but they're going to focus on the white supremacy in the first one, right? But they're going to focus, or the anti-Asian hate or whatever on the first one. And in the second one, they're going to totally focus on assault weapons. But, and they're going to try to do an assault weapons ban based off of that. But consider it. Consider that all the corporations do the thing that they think the most majority of the people will want them to do. So if you have a news organization that is coming out and you know saying something that is counter to the narrative that everybody wants to believe at this point, they're going to lose advertisers. You see what I'm saying? Um, you see it all the time. You get a, you know, a certain reporting something a certain way and advertisers pull out, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, yeah. so it's, it's motive driven and they know that if they stick to this narrative, they're going to be safe. Yeah. No, that you part's know? true. Yeah, because yeah, as they... soon as, as soon as somebody, you know, you, you get a, an offended group. 
Twitter bombing, you know, Nike mm-hmm. or somebody like that saying, you can't advertise on these people. Boom. They pull their advertising. It's not worth it. So even though I don't think it's any type of, it just evolves that way to where it gets to the point where it's just, well, that's just the way it is. This is the way we have to report it. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like, you know, uh, the, the monkeys pulling each other off the ladder. Maybe they don't even realize why anymore. I think most of them do, but I think, you know, so that's what happens. They end up hiring reporters who have that particular bent and they're like, you know, aggressive in, in that sort of narrative. If you were to take away the profit motive, if you were to turn them all into nonprofits or even turn them into subscriber based only. Yeah, but I, I think you're dealing with a bunch of people now that are just activists, though. Like these reporters well, they are, are, but aren't reporters. No, they're, they're activists. Totally activists. They have an agenda and they're running with it. Well, yeah, but I think the, the reason that started is that didn't start in a vacuum. It started because of profit motives of, you know, uh, news organizations. Maybe. I don't know. It, just, it, it seems like such an agenda, though. Yeah. It's like, okay, so like. And a lot of it probably has to do with journalism school, too, because that's just a, you know. Yeah. Cesspool. Yeah. That just turns out one particular ideology and that's it. Yeah. You get drummed out if you're not. Yeah. But like, I, like I listened to all the updates on uh, the podcast, right? Right. And NPR. For the first story that you talked about, it was the white guy, Asian, all about that right. stuff, right? In the second story, you heard nothing about race. Right. Nothing. You heard about gun control in yes. the second one. Yeah. Because that's the agenda that our well, it didn't fit publicly their narrative. funded NPR. It did not fit their narrative. If, if um, you know, because you, you, had, you had a situation where the shooter was one race and all the victims were a different race. If that were flipped, the shooter were white and all the, the victims were a, a different a race from him, yeah. it would be talked about completely racially. And look, I'm not saying that, you know, well, I am saying actually fucking anti-Asian hate. I look, I'm just not seeing that. I, I I don't see anti-Asian hate going on anywhere, you know, not any significant manner. No, you know, it just, it, it it doesn't, it's, it's not there. And it's, it's Asians suddenly want to be marginalized. I don't know why they're doing pretty good. You would think. Yeah. I mean, Asian, for example, in America, the highest uh, median income among all races is Asian. Yeah. They make more money than white people. Mm-hmm. They have all the best jobs. They get all the tech jobs, you know. Um, they get all the, and it's, it's not because, you know, they're special or anything. It's because they bust their fucking asses. They work hard. They work hard for it. They earn it. Yeah. You know. Kudos to but them. I don't know how all of a sudden they want to be marginalized. Why would you want that, to be I victimized? I think most of them don't. I think that you have a... Look, there it's, is. It's that's probably what it is. It's, it's a very the, small, very it's the vocal race group, pimps, man. It's yeah. the race pimps. It's it's just like the same like the Al Sharptons of the world and the Jesse Jacksons of the world. You got these people that make their money, they make their living, they make their bank, they make their cheddar off of stoking racial flames. That's the same thing the white supremacists do. Yeah, yeah. you know, like right now, <laughs> again, somebody. Like I hate all races. I know, I know. It's so ridiculous. And right now, somebody is listening to this podcast. Thinking, oh yeah, he's white. He's right. White people—they're—they're they're the ones that are really subjugated. No, fuck you. You know? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking about how they're reporting it. I'm not saying that the the white man is the victim here. Fuck that shit. That's bullshit too. Yeah. You know, it's just it, it's when it comes down to it. Anytime you hear someone trying to interject a racial component into something, it's almost always bullshit. It's not yes. always. It's not always. 
But most of the time, it is utter bullshit. Yeah. You know? All right. So it's a good segue, by the way. So I'm watching the episodes now of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. So in the Marvel Falcon universe. Falcon and the Snowman? No, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I saw Falcon that, yeah. That was a good movie. Like, like 1983. Uh, <laughs> Timothy Hutton was in that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a good movie. Annette Bonicello was next. My next. Annette Bonicello? Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> so I'm watching this now. Bonicello. <laughs> I'm actually watching this as the, the, they just had WandaVision on. And now they have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, I, here's the thing. There's, there's no way in hell that Disney will ever get a dime from me. So I haven't had the opportunity to pirate these videos yet because um, I'm not sure that I care. But WandaVision kind of intrigues me. Did you watch that? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. What's going on with it? It was actually really cool. Like, do you want me to d- explain it to you? No, probably not. It's, I, I want you to go into your Falcon and Snowman story. <laughs> the Winter Soldier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but here's the thing. There's a scene in this movie or in this show in which he goes with his sister to do a refi loan from the bank. I thought this was superhero shit. Yes, it is supposed to be superhero <laughs> shit. Okay. But you got to remember, like he's back now, and you know he was on the he was Who on is, the run. Is this for a while. Captain America? No, no, no. Fact, Captain America is not in the not in anymore. It's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, uh, all so right, the so Falcon was the black guy that has the, the wings. wings and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got it. And the right. Winter Soldier was Bucky, which was his friend that went in. You know, that was friend and right. stuff. Went crazy for a while or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. got he, yeah. He got his. He, I saw some of the movies. Okay. Okay. Those two now are basically back in the world again. And they're teaming up somehow. Yes, yes. In the in the show they're teaming up. Okay. But Bucky or but but the Winter Soul or no, no Falcon Okay, at the end of Infinity War or at right. the end of Endgame, Cap gave his shield to the Falcon. And okay. basically passed the torch, right? Why was he retiring or something? But yeah, because he he again not to get into too much. I mean, of that he story, is like ninety something. So yeah, but he, what he did was when he when he when he gave all the infinities, he had to go back and to, okay, yeah, to, to, don't matter. Well, you're asking questions, so it requires an answer. I, as soon as I asked the question, I regretted it. Okay, so at any rate, <laughs> so they go to give him. He goes to this bank to get this loan, right? Because he doesn't have any money, right? Right. And so the bank officer was like, "Well, I, I really." Oh, you're the Falcon, huh? You know, and then he was like, "Yeah, I didn't think you'd recognize me, and this and that." And he's like, "Well, I can't give you a loan, okay, because he doesn't show any income or all this other stuff, right?" Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> and and he was like, yeah, but "Hold on, though, but th- no, 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 no. Here's the thing, right? Do you mean to tell me they give fucking sneaker deals?" To everybody and their fucking mother in the world now, right? Right. Everybody that's remote. They got Instagram people making a million dollars a year off of some kind of fucking whatever it is, right? You're going to tell me that this fucking guy can't get a couple fucking corporate sponsorships? Like, the, the thing that pisses me off about this is he's famous. He literally was part of the group that saved the entire fucking universe and brought all those people back. You're going to tell me a GoFundMe for that fucking cat isn't going to raise millions and millions of dollars? Like, the fact that he's broke is so unrealistic because, like, seriously, you're going to tell me that Tony Stark, who had billions of dollars before okay. he died, didn't plan out that Falcon was going to get a couple hundred G's somewhere? Like, come on. Like, it's just so fun. Like, it's, look, they did this whole thing because he's black, right? And they're like, well, he's black. He's not able to get a loan. Fuck that. He's the, this, this dude took a selfie with him. You don't think that they don't want the, the Falcon as one of their customers at their bank? 
Like, come on. Well, we would give you a loan, but since you're black, we can't do it. Like, it was total fucking bullshit. Like, that part is pissing me off. The second part of it is they went to go see, like, the, the black Captain America because I guess there was a hidden black Captain America who's, you know, all retired and shit now. Yeah, he was a Tuskegee off. Captain America. Basically is yeah. what it was. Oh, no, that's the way they figured it. It was actually just like that. But <laughs> Nice. At any rate, so as he was outside, then two cops show up ready to fucking shoot him. And then the Winter Soldier's like, you don't know who this is? And then finally they're like, oh, yeah, oh, never mind. Hey, you know, sorry about that. And and, and, and drove away at this point. Well, that seems realistic. Okay, hold on a second, though. <laughs> you got a dude that's standing there with a metal fucking arm, right? Because the Winter Soldier has a metal titanium fucking arm, right? Right. That you can plainly see is a fucking metal arm. You're going to run up and be like, are you that much of a dumbass as a cop that you didn't fucking notice that that was fucking the Winter Soldier and fucking and, and Falcon? Like, the fact that they're not instantly recognized when they were part of the greatest battle on the planet at the time, like, you're going to tell me that they don't know who, that everybody doesn't know who they are and they don't pay for it. Like, look, cops can't walk into a restaurant without getting their food fucking paid for. Do you really think that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier aren't getting fucking hooked up everywhere they go? Okay. There's so much to unpack here, but I'm just going to go with the key overriding issue in this. The fact that the the biggest unrealistic thing you have a hang-up with is the Falcon's income in a universe where a galactic overlord godlike creature tried to destroy the planet... That's the the fact. I understand where you're going fact with this. That the Falcon doesn't have a reportable income source that he can get a load at the bank. That's what caused you to not be able to suspend disbelief, huh? Yes, yes. That's exactly <laughs> that what the it was. fucking trigger, huh? It really was. It's it wasn't it's, the flying dude shooting lasers out of their fucking no, eyes. No, it was that the Falcon couldn't get a load. Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. I know. I know. I know how crazy this sounds, by the way. I really by the same do. Token, I understand what you're saying because they <laughs> totally did. They totally went down the, you know, black man getting suppressed. Even though that black man could kick every white man, you know, ass in America, you know, he's getting suppressed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. It's, and it's, he gave up the shield and then they're kind of making it like this other guy. Like, okay. So he gave up the shield. To Who put it in a museum. Uh, the Falcon. Because okay. Captain America gave him the shield. Like he could have used it to, you know, he do wanted, whatever. He, he was passing the torch. Yes. Okay. Well, this okay, guy. First of all, I got to say that the Falcon always seemed like a weak-ass superhero anyway. Oh, and he is. He was like the, the archer guy. Oh, like Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 They're kind of, you know, they're, they're like second tier, man. It's like. Uh, uh, well, in the comic books, in the comic books. Like, like if you're on a playground. Captain America at one point. If you're on the playground, it's like you pick. Hawkeye and and uh, and Falcon like you like know, last, last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the Marvel playground. Yeah. So like, but the thing is, this like I'm I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, you guys are just going out of your way. Like you're going out of your way yeah. to make to try to make some kind of social point. Why? Right now. No, that's the why though. That's why. It's what the public demands. I guess, you know man, enough. And again, it pisses me off. Well, it's though. fucking Disney, so they do have their own agenda. But by the same token, it's what's expected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's... It would have been much more realistic for him to have a GoFundMe where he was making millions of dollars or to have some kind of corporate sneaker deal. 
send a bill every time you save the world. <laughs> you know? Well, look, here's the thing, too. Yeah. Um, uh, arch villain fighting, you know, $1,000 an hour. I'm pretty yeah. sure the government would pay like, it. Now, don't get me wrong. Look, they came back. They were snapped out of existence for five years. The way that, because the way that the thing was is that when Thanos did the snap, he destroyed half the universe, right? Well, half the universe just disappeared for five years. At the end of Endgame, they all came back. So these people were gone okay. for five years. <laughs> I, and I didn't they all know. came Hang back. Hang on. I didn't even know that part of it. And that makes it even more ridiculous that you're hung up on the bank part, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or the cops, you know, going to going to shoot yeah, but the black here's man. Here's the thing, though. But like they're back in the good graces of the, and they're still doing government jobs. Like, are you do you mean to tell me that the government doesn't have these fucking guys on the payroll now? Like, really? Like, I, I just don't I, like there's so many. They different ought to be ways. making as much as Fauci at this point. Well, I you think. Like, I mean, because they're almost as critical to saving the world as Fauci is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I just, when I watch it, I was just mad because I'm just like, oh, you guys are going out of your way for this shit. They do. Everybody does. And I does. just don't need Everybody it. Everybody does. And I don't want it. And I just, I'm like, oh, God, this is fucking sucks. Well, it, it sucks when they, anytime, any type of politics gets injected into uh, something that you're using as an escape from reality to enjoy. You know what I'm saying? You just don't want it in there. You don't, don't, don't shove any of this stupid shit in my face. I don't want it, any politics. I just don't want it in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless I'm watching a show that is, you know, a house of cards or something. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I, I do like that they do the real aspects of some of these things, especially with like the whole premise now is, and you see this happening in the, like in the universe is that there's a lot of problems that came from the post snap, right? <laughs> Okay. Well, I think you made your point. Okay. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I know you want to talk about that. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you talk. Yeah, let me finish. This yeah, one. Okay, go ahead. You. Oh God. So Kills I me, know but. there's a lot of things that came out of it from the post snap and I see the angles that they're taking of like, well, the world all got together at this point. So now these bad guy group of people is all like, they want to go back to the way it was before they snapped everybody else back into existence. And the people that are that got snapped back into existence want to have all the things that they had beforehand. So they want the world the way it was. Right. And so you have this struggle on the globe between these two groups right now. And so one group's considered the terrorist group, which is the group of the people that want, you know, to, to go back to the way it was. And so you see this happening, but the weird thing is Marvel does make them out to be the bad guys. Just but like isn't that half of the Avengers. Yeah. Like, they snapped half, They snapped away half the Avengers too. They all came back though. Remember they, they snapped everybody back too though. Oh, okay. and you didn't watch the movie. So you don't really know. No, I, I don't know any of this. I remember and, there was one where the Avengers split up. That was civil war. That right. was the civil war one. Okay. But that wasn't the, those aren't the bad guys then whoever. Well, neither one of them were necessarily considered the bad guys in the movie only because like, you know, it was a, you know, Cap was on, on the Cap was the bad guy then, if that's the case. Right. Well, and and Falcon was with him, and so was Bucky. So, like, I mean, I can understand. Again, if they were to explain it correctly, maybe they could get away with it. But they, they they're explaining it of like you're black, that's why you're not going to get the loan. Right. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. come on, really? Like this guy was in the military. You're going to tell me he doesn't have a pension? Are there any Asian Avengers? I don't think so. Ah, see, there you go. Right. Oh no, no, no. There's a, there's there's some Asian visitors. There's some Asian. Avengers. You sure? I mean, they're not the they're not first level. <laughs> <laughs> they're just not. You're right. You're gonna have to wait for it. the next phases. Are gonna start having some of They'll those. They'll definitely people. throw some Asians in there. Oh, they're yeah. gonna throw a couple Asians in there. Yeah. Even the Iron Fist guy who was supposed to like be like Math Girl. Asian. <laughs> 
<laughs> math girl. <laughs> math girl. That was racist. Yeah. She wears a lab coat. Carries textbooks. <laughs> throws textbooks at you. Oh, it's yeah. like, like Chinese Protractors. stars. No, she's got a protractor that she shows like a Chinese star. That's like it. a boomerang Chinese yes. star. Yes. Yes. That would be good. And the other book catches it. Because yeah. it's, you know. Right. Right. It's all it's all made of metal. I like that. And, and, and as, she, as she's doing it, you see the formulas like trail out behind it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The mathematical formulas. Yeah. And, yeah, I like that. And at the same time, you get a little side boob. A little side boob. Yeah, it could be a skimpy costume. No, oh, it's you know? definitely skimpy. Yeah. And she should kind of be like animate up. Like, uh, yeah, of course. Like, uh, what's that? Uh, Sailor Sailor somebody? You know? Sailor somebody? Yeah, it's some... It's some anime thing oh, I'm, I, don't know. I have no it. idea what that but she definitely about. needs to have a I'm manga, way older now a manga look to her yeah 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 there you go that there would be go. cool America yeah so, and that wouldn't be racist at all that's totally racist <laughs> <laughs> oh shit where where did I want to go from here there was something I wanted to uh to hit on um and I was segueing to it and I lost it Anyway, hey, let's talk. Let's talk COVID. What's the latest in the COVID world? All is right, COVID so, still going on? It's because it sure as shit doesn't seem like it's still going on. Well, the only thing I wanted to bring up for this week's was is that New York now launched the first vaccine passport. Oh, fucking New York, man! So that yeah, I know. Like, can't can we make that a different country, please? Yeah, yeah. Just, like, can we get rid of New York? Yeah. You know, I think this world will I be. I think a we lot, ought to just wall it off. Yeah, we should wall off New York. We should wall. We should give Canada. We should give um, Chicago to Canada. Eh, Chicago's not horrible, but yeah. We should give Chicago to Canada. Yeah, they we can should have give it. New York to Canada. Actually, we can go New York north and just give the, all that to Canada. Okay. You know, Mexico can have California back. Yeah, Mexico can have California back, and we'll just deal with what we got left. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm like kind of cool with that, actually. Like, I'm really fucking. Cool um, with that. I'm. I'm still more of a just you know the the free state of Florida. Mm, it yeah. is the free state of Florida. Yeah, let's let's uh, make a wall at the Florida border. Yeah, you know, build the wall. <laughs> Come on, DeSantis, build the wall. Build the wall. <laughs> build the wall. God, traffic was so bad yesterday. Just you know, yeah, it was. Just there's no reason for it either. Well, everybody's starting to go outside now. Yeah, yeah, that's more true. and more people are. It going was outside mostly now. Florida plates. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know? more and more people are going outside now. Yeah, though. there's just too like, many people here. I think I think that for for all intents and purposes. We've crossed the Rubicon when it comes to the COVID thing, yeah. when it comes to the the reaction from the people on it. Oh, yeah. At least until they fake something to make it where it's going to be like. I don't think they can anymore. Ah, the, the new strain stuff can really bug with some people. Unless, unless people see piles of bodies in the streets, I don't think anyone's freaking out again, which is good. You know? Yeah. I mean, again, there's still a lot of people that are like, you know, they could be they could be re, you know, uh, terrified. Under the right circumstances. But I think less people this time around would be terrified. Yeah. I, I think it's it's losing its power. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is such a good thing. Uh, well, did, you, you, did you actually uh, ever hear, I kind of pulled this up too, uh, the, uh, the former Pfizer vice president uh, that is actually, you know, telling the truth. This, this guy was a vice president for Pfizer. Uh, hang on, I'll tell you his name here. Uh, Michael Yeadon. You no. familiar with this guy? No, no, no. All right. Uh, ex Pfizer uh, VP, and uh, he was uh, head of like uh, respiratory diseases and allergens and stuff like that. Um, and then later went on to uh, fi- found a uh, pharmaceutical company that was bought by Novartis for three hundred twenty-five million dollars. So this guy's a he's a heavy hitter in the uh, the uh, nice you know, to get that coin. Yeah, no shit. Um, but he's come out and he's like you know he's 
like actually telling the truth on this. And he says that uh, the vaccines were too rushed. And there is some evidence that they some of them they may cause infertility in women. You know, um, and that's the sort of thing that you're not going to know for many years down the road. You know what I'm saying? That's not the type of thing that um, is identif- identifiable uh, right off the bat. And if you want to go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theory, it does make me wonder if that is part of the agenda. Because one thing absolutely is true is guys that are some of the people that are pushing vaccines the hardest are also the same people that uh, believe in population control. That's true. That's absolutely true. Bill Gates is one of them. Yeah. And Bill Gates has actually come out and said that um, he said it a couple of times that, you know, the purpose behind vaccination is population control. Now, he has <laughs> he backtracked from that when when he was asked to clarify that he said, well, what happens is, is that because so many children die of diseases and so forth like that, 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 you know, a lot of a lot of third world countries, especially have a lot of kids to compensate for the ones that potentially die. Uh, and so vaccines cause people to have fewer kids. But if that were the case, the kids that are dying, you know, would even out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, would, that, it would be like a net neutral. So you that can, save wasn't really a save. No, it wasn't a save. Um, but so it, it does make me wonder. And this guy is, is saying, yeah, you, you know, basically there's evidence that there is. Uh, and he wrote a he's from uh, the UK and he wrote a uh, letter to the EU and a bunch of other doctors and, you know, less high up people. Yeah. Signed it. Um, and, you know, he's being blasted for it. Oh, yeah, of oh I mean, they're just crucifying the guy. They're letting the cat, they don't let the cat out of the bag. Well, you know, it's it's like and, and he's saying things that are just logically consistent. Like, here's a quote from him. Were it not for the test data that you get from the TV all the time, you would rightly conclude that the pandemic was over and nothing much has happened. Of course, people do go to the hospital uh, moving into the autumn flu season, but there is no science to suggest a second wave should happen. You know, and that's the thing. They keep they keep talking about these, you know, every time there's a mass group of people together, a super spreader event. Mm-hmm. And they keep talking about how a second wave is coming any time now. And it's just not happening. Um, you know, and, and they keep uh, applying, you know, the death toll. They keep increasing the death toll based on things that aren't reality. Like, for example, the founder of Texas Roadhouse mm-hmm. okay, committed suicide last week. Okay, he committed suicide. Okay, they attributed it to COVID. Yeah. Okay, you know how they got there? They said he had COVID a while back, and he actually had tinnitus also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the COVID apparently, according to them, uh, made his tinnitus worse, and the the constant tinnitus, which I can imagine can be very infuriating and frustrating and and almost debilitating, yeah, caused him to commit suicide. Okay. Now, look. There is no way in hell. There is a possibility that COVID somehow contributed to his decision to take his own life. Yeah. Okay. But the fact that the headlines of the story that you see basically equate his death to COVID, Texas Roadhouse, here's the headline. Okay, and this is in CNBC, which is usually a neutral. Texas Roadhouse founder uh, Kent Taylor dies at 65 after taking life following post-COVID struggle. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. If you read the headline, you're going to 
you're going to hear three things. Texas Roadhouse founder, dead COVID. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they wanted. And that's what they wanted. And that was the agenda behind it. But if you realize, if you really think about it, you know, that may have had a small thing to do. But, you know, how many people actually kill themselves only because of tinnitus? I'm sure there was also underlying depression, psychological issues, all kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's... uh, it's just astounding how manipulated we all are all the time. And yeah, this guy. Like they constantly do it. It's oh, yeah. constant yeah. over and over again. And this guy, they just went on the, the Yearden guy, uh, or Yeadon actually. They just went on full-blown attack mode. Um, what was, uh, yeah, there was, there was one story. In, in, oh, yeah. The ex-Pfizer scientist who became an anti-vax hero. This was in um, Reuters. They just demonize this guy like he's a kook. He's a whack job. Now, how does a guy who's a kook and a whack job um, be a a VP in charge of an entire division at Pfizer for 15 years, then go off to find found his own pharmaceutical company that is purchased by another drug company for three hundred and twenty five million dollars? Yeah, he's a kook and he's only semi retired. He's still, you know, I'm sure they've like distanced himself from him now. He was still like partially working with the company that he founded and sold. Um you know, he's only semi-retired. So it's not like you can even say, oh, well, yeah, he went crazy, retired, you know, that sort of thing. But they do. They, they're, you know, just, I mean, just <laughs> look at that. That scene. You, of course, you listeners can't see it, but they have his face in red with all these like evil looking slogans pasted over. And his expression is like, kind of demented you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah it's like uh you know kind of like when they uh time magazine made uh um uh oj simpson's face darker yeah on the cover it's one of those type things and it's just amazing anyone who counters the narrative and they're just getting worse about it i mean they're just taking it to the next level because not only do you have the the vaccine passports which are just insanely ridiculous but it's a power that they've wanted for a long time it's a mm-hmm. big power grab you have the social media companies all now playing thought police and, you know, filtering out stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? You can't hear this stuff. In fact, when you search the guy's name, the first one that comes up is the hit piece on him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the search right there. You know? So it's it's just astonishing how far they'll go. And it's why we can't have a profit motive for media. We need nonprofits, man. Hate to say it, but that's the way to go. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. I think it's the only way to save actual news, objective news, news that doesn't have an inherent bias. And it's going to take a long time because what's going to happen is you still have all these reporters now that are so conditioned to operating that way. And they do have that agenda, you know, so collectively they create the agenda, you know, but I think it's just the way they were taught, the way what's expected of them. This is just what they do. You need people with the agenda of just putting out the truth. (laughs) Right. And, and I don't, if you ever say I don't know my if that's truth, a value. you should be fired. Yeah, my truth. Right. There is no my truth. Yeah, there's the truth. There's well, accurate. You report accurate. No matter where the no matter where it ends, right. just report it accurately. Right. And have trust and faith in people that the right decisions will end up being made. Exactly. But they don't. They want to manipulate and control the public, and they utilize media in order to do it. Right. Well, honestly, here's the thing. The story about... Um, and we'll go back to the, the, the two recent shootings. The story about the um, uh, Asian gunman, we'll go with, uh, the uh, Mr. Al, uh, Al Asia, whatever, whatever his name, uh, Al Awari Al Asia, okay, that guy. 
Um, that was actually reported fairly accurate. And the reason it was is because by accurately reporting that story, there was no need to speculate on his motives. There was no need in that story to speculate on any racial motivation. So that the irony there is the story, that story was reported accurately and fairly because they just weren't wildly speculating on the shooter's motives. And clearly it was racially. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's funny that that was the, the more accurate story that was omitting the thing that they would have put into any other story had it been a different way. Yeah. So I mean, it, it kind of goes along with how they, how, on how they, um, on how the media will um, report on the president. Right. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. Like, they went after Trump all day long. Rightly so. You know, I'm not saying it was wrong for them to go after Trump all the time. Right. But then go after all of them all the time like that. Right. Like, with Biden, you now have a man who is really on the decline. Like, I've wa- I watched some of that press conference. He ain't playing with a full deck no more. He just ain't. It's obvious to anyone that has two eyes and a fucking ears. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's obvious to anyone. And for these people to cover for this motherfucker, not to report on him accurately, is just does a disservice to them. I actually saw uh, just a snippet of that. Uh, You know, I happened to turn on the news while I was having lunch and it caught like three minutes of the press conference. And there was one reporter actually asking him tough questions, but the rest were just puff pieces. He, he, hold on. He had a binder with all the responses in it. Right. He had a list of people that he was going to ask questions or that were going to be able to ask questions to. Right. He mentioned it up there when he was there. Like, right. This was so manufactured. Oh, it was totally scripted. You could see that. And like, it, you couldn't have it any more. Except for the one reporter was. that I yeah. saw was she was asking uh, questions about uh, the immigrants and, you know, yeah, and he was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, right. they, like that was an acceptable answer, by well, the way. Well, and he also gave answers that were like, uh, like, uh, I, I guess I watched more than three minutes of it. I probably watched about 10 or 15 minutes of it now that I think about it. Um, but uh, he was being asked about uh, when the pullout from Afghanistan is going to be. Yeah. And he said, well, we're going to delay it. Well, will it be next year? I don't know. We're definitely going to pull out, but I can't say when. You know. Like, you're not going to pull out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, just exactly. say you're not going to pull out then. Yeah. Like, and that's what one of the reporters say. Look, if you're not going to have a timetable, then you're not pulling out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And make him get mad. Right. Again, if it was Trump that would have said that, you guys, that's what you guys would have done. Well, I, I think. Rightly so. I actually saw, I yeah, I actually saw some some real questions, you know. Yeah. So, it, that's that's at least a little bit of a good sign. Yeah. Th- but th- those people will be pulled out of the press pool and they'll be prob- able to ask they, a question They again. probably will, actually. But, uh, you know, a lot of the questions were like are you going to run in 2024? Like there was a whole, it's it, it, like he's been in office for three months, people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you really well, started s- laughing about that one too. Like, uh, that's what my predecessor did, huh? My predecessor. <laughs> well, I, like, I, I actually thought that was funny. Well, I, no, no, he's no, no. right because Trump was, you know, in office for two days talking about the next election. I mean, <laughs> you know? As most politicians do. Hey, we're over. Uh, Are we really? Yeah, we. we uh, right, hold on. Well, I got to give an update for the coins. Oh, give an update for coins, and then uh, tell us what we're going to talk about. I'll, I'll tell us what we're going to talk about in hour number two All because right, there's so a bunch of stuff here. I got an email that the coins have been shipped and they are on the way. Oh, outstanding! Uh, so when can we expect them? 
Sometime this week, I think. Okay, actually, you tell us what we're going to talk about in the second hour. Oh, I, so now I got to do well, it now? I got to get the music, man. Oh, I, my I keep God. Forgetting you that. weren't ready with the music? I wasn't ready with the music. Oh my I wasn't God. doing anything. Okay, Hurry so up. if you do want to hear the second hour, go to patreon.com slash unattended baggage. Patreon.com slash unattended baggage. We are going to talk about the cake shop baker that's going to have to bake the cake again. Uh, radio legend Ted Webb um, is in some trouble. Should and, she salute? And should she salute? We're going to discuss the... Uh, uh, the vice president and her whore ass and whether she should be saluting people <laughs> right, we're on the other side join us at patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage we'll see you in an hour